0: hi i'm jay i'm kate and this is red flags a twilight podcast we have a name (laughs) finally
1: about chapters 10 through 12 so we have interrogations complications and balancing. And they're all equally terrible. They're so all three. doozies. Gosh. So chapter 10, interrogations opens up with Bella getting ready for school.
0: And she's sure that what transpired the day before must have been a dream.
1: She's so anxious to get to school that she um swall- just straight up swallows a granola bar. She so unhinges that jaw. I think she said in three bites. Yeah. I just wrote down swallowed a granola bar and chased it with milk straight from the carton because Bella is a savage, but whatever, I mean, we've all... I think everyone's guilty of doing that at least once in their life.
0: Oh sure, not I at just didn't admit, 17.
1: Just not me. So she's getting ready to leave for school, and Edward's car is just in the driveway. And I'm just curious, did he just sit and like wait for her to come out?
0: Right. What and was his thought she process?
1: Doesn't she is very surprised. Um, once she gets in the car, she talks about how Edward slung the jacket that she had worn the night before over the passenger, of yeah, the of the passenger seat for her. And because he's not wearing a jacket. He's wearing like a sweater or something. She starts talking about his muscled chest. And all I can think is this boy, this boy, that's right, boy, B-O-Y, not man. He's a boy. He died at 17. How many jacked 17 year olds did you know when we were in high school? Like
0: not <laughs> a ton.
1: Yeah. Zero. I don't think anyone was jacked in high school. He died at 17. So how muscled could he be is my question.
0: Maybe, maybe something about being a vampire like dehydrates you so it- your muscle definition gets better.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't
0: think that's... I don't... She's also still a creep and still sniffs the jacket.
1: For this chapter, we also have, um, we've started a tally of the different smiles that Edward has.
0: The, The smiles he puts on display for
1: us. So, some of these were in previous chapters, but a lot of them were in this chapter alone. So we've seen his smile be impish, which is in this chapter. Crooked, which is repeating. Vague which was, I think, in one of the first times she met him. A half smile, a smirk, a wry smile. He has smiled wickedly in this chapter, I believe. He's given an uneven smile, a devastating smile, and my favorite from this chapter, a threatening one. How? It's like not.
0: (laughs) I'm like, Edward really has the range, doesn't he? He just got it all.
1: He, um... Man of many talents with his weird facial expression.
0: With his weird little mouth. What that mouth do? Smile.
1: Like, it's just. Just it drink blood.
0: Basically.
1: <laughs> Smile and smell of animal blood? No problem. Like, not. He's
0: got good. it on lock. Get him one knows. of those, like, Crest pocket packs or whatever they are. <laughs> where they, like, have the breath mint. Could knock out one of those talents real easy. He, yeah, so she smells his jacket. She's still all,
1: I don't know. Horny. Horny as hell. She's just all about him. She's very, yeah, yeah. She's ready to jump his bones. Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many things in this chapter that are brought up that I'm just like, Bella's ready to just hop on it She's ready. She is like,
0: But she's... Yeah. I think that's the most accurate way to describe it. Because she's just, like, very... Obviously, like she's very into him, but it's just to a weird... He
1: doesn't seem super into her.
0: It's a weird extent. I don't know.
1: It's unhealthy for the amount of time that they've known each other. They get to school... Everyone's staring.
0: She complains she about his Edward
1: driving. Edward car. Yeah, she complains about his driving because he's like Crazy. a good driver, but like scary. Mm-hmm. And they get to school and everyone's staring because, oh my God, she got out of Edward Collins car. Whoa. Whoa. And she's wearing his jacket.
0: He also makes a comment about how he hates Rosalie's car.
1: Yeah, Rosalie has a convertible. We find out a little bit later in this chapter that it's a BMW. It's like a big red convertible. And he's like, it's too ostentatious. I don't like it.
0: I don't like it at all. I was just like, yet another...
1: Like, this shows.
0: Yet another mark towards the most conspicuous family of vampires possible. Just really going out there.
1: And this proves the whole thing that we were trying to remember. If all of them had their own cars, they do. Mm -hmm. They all have their own cars every single day. They still take Edward's car. And when Edward, that span of time where Edward's not here, they still just... (laughs) take his car they don't take anyone else's i think that's hilarious
0: they're like it's cool we'll still take the only normal looking car that any of us has which i'm very surprised that edward is the. i know that he's supposed to be the one that's like i don't like showing off or anything like that but he has a volvo for the sake of like being incognito essentially but then the first girl he has a crush on he's like you know what i can read (laughs) minds just you know actually i am really fast
1: actually you're right i drink blood Mm -hmm. here's a list of the things i hunt which we find out later um so yeah and then he's talking about how so they run into jessica she gives bella Her
0: her jacket back
1: and she's like oh bless her heart like i love jess and then jess is like oh i'll see you in like trig or without trig is it trig I think so yeah and she's like oh no she's gonna have so many questions and Edward's like oh yeah she is like it's so funny I love laughing at your pain which Bella is like weird okay so I'm not super like telling everyone about my relationship and my business but especially when you're first starting to date a guy it's exciting it's exciting like why don't you Right, especially
0: pretty much. I know she. I don't think she said this at this point, but Jessica is essentially her best friend. She's her closest friend, by in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I'm just like, she's like, I don't
1: want to tell Jessica anything. Why? One of the problems (laughs) is Bella starts dating this guy before she really is comfortable with her friend group or anything. She doesn't do a good job of planting herself in forks before she starts looking for romantic relationships. And I don't think that was a good call. Bella's like, oh, well, they have this whole
0: They have this whole exchange where Edward's like, Oh, she's gonna have some interesting questions. Or like she he says something that immediately mirrors what she's thinking and she's like, I thought you couldn't read my mind and he's like, Yeah, I can read hers Like it's just you didn't
1: think she was gonna have questions mm-hmm. about her at all? So Bella asks what? And And
0: Edward's like, that's not fair. The man who can read minds is like, actually, I don't think you should get to know that. But then he tells her anyways. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's gonna like, you know, ask about me and you should tell her if it's like not an inconvenience to you, you should tell her we're dating, cause that's what she thinks.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's gonna ask if we're dating, and she wants to know how you feel about me. And is just like, oh, oh, well, what should I say? And Edward says, oh yeah, if you if you want, you could just tell her we're dating. And his reason is it's easier than any other explanation. Lies. Chivalry is not dead, people. <laughs> like, wow. Well, what would you do if a guy was like, yeah, I guess you can just tell people we're, like, dating. Because it's, like, easier mm-hmm. that way.
0: He's like, I, I guess. Feel like, I
1: feel like I'd look at him and be like, no, I, I don't think I'll tell people that, actually. Mm-hmm. If that's the way you're going to ask me out, like, I think I don't want to date you, mm-hmm. actually. That's, like, really shitty. I know
0: Edward's whole thing is about not being too forward. But, like, boy, you ain't slick. This is not a good showing for you.
1: It's, Yeah. I and that goes for girls too never like be like oh we should just tell people we're dating because it's easier have the guts to ask the person out don't just like be like it. and like
0: the way he says it too is very like casual nonchalant like he doesn't really like, care. care yeah he's he's like if you want to tell her this if it's not inconvenient for you i guess you can tell her we're dating
1: and stupid little bella is just like I don't
0: mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and she wants to know how you feel about me. And I'm gonna be listening in to find out about that one myself. It's
1: like, not cool. Don't eavesdrop on my conversations. I guess at least he warns her about mm-hmm.
0: But she thinks okay. he's joking. She's like, Oh haha, I hope you're not really gonna do that and goes to her first <laughs> class.
1: Then yeah, she has that. Whatever. She has her first
0: and... she has her first class with Mike and Mike is like, Oh yeah, about Me going to dinner with Jessica? I think that's what they did. Yeah. (laughs) Because Bella
1: says, like, I think Mike says something. I don't know exactly what it is. And I don't know that it's necessarily about Edward at this point.
0: I don't think so. But he, oh, she she says he looks resigned. She says that he looks like he's resigned. And so she's like, oh, thank God he's going to stop pursuing me. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, he mentioned something about Jessica and I think they had a dinner date is what I'm remembering. I'm then, not sure. And, and she's like, oh, says, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Jess- she ends up telling Mike that like, oh, Jessica said she had a really good time. Yes. And Mike's like, oh, really? That's great. Mm hmm. Wagon, like, ooh. ooh yeah.
0: golden retriever. Thank
1: goodness. So, like, he's, I guess, in Jessica now. He's so, like, oh, thank cool gosh. If I were Jessica, I'd be having none of that, though, because, like, he tried to get with your best friend first. Right.
0: But, yeah, he's, like, very... One thing... Okay, this is kind of a side note. Eric does not make a showing in this chapter.
1: He hasn't for a while mm-hmm. since he asked Bella to prom. Yeah, really.
0: Well, at the very I least, least like he gets... He me- at the very least, he gets mentioned, and just not mentioned at all i'm like mm, eric's gone i guess
1: yeah not worrying about watch. him well been sitting with them at lunch isn't
0: uh, eric the one who's gonna go to the dance with lauren too or is that tyler no that's
1: tyler okay that's why lauren hates bella mm-hmm. oh yeah so, yeah okay, tyler I'm the prom, prom mm-hmm. and She's like. Mm-hmm. i think not mm-hmm.
0: uh but yeah so she's like
1: a really crummy sorry it's a really crummy thing to be telling people Mm -hmm. when like you're about to go to a dance with this girl exactly
0: he's like oh that's gonna be my next conquest like oh dude come on yeah but yeah so she she sort of talks to mike a little bit about that and he he's satisfied with that and so she spends the next two classes i think thinking about what she's gonna say to jessica and i'm like What what are you so worried about? Because I think in her mind, she's like, it's such a big secret that Edward just told me. It's like, you could tell her physically what happened because you got in his car. We
1: went to dinner. We talked. I like, we talked about his family. You know, I wanted to know what his siblings are like and stuff. Mm -hmm. Whatever.
0: But in her mind, she's just like, how am I not going to, like, immediately tell this huge secret? Or she's just like, I just don't want to talk about Edward with Jessica. And she also thinks that Jessica is, like, very jealous of her, which is just a... It's a weird look. I don't know. Jessica, I think has a little bit of that in her but yeah
1: because edward wasn't interested in her Mm -hmm. it's like this new girl comes in and mike was interested in her and settled edward who she'd clearly tried to like hook up with at one point refused and all of a sudden it's like all the guys that jessica surrounds herself with and hangs out with and like all the guys that she wanted are now like ooh.
0: Bella. Bella. So I definitely understand a little bit of that where she's like, oh, I think Jessica is super jealous of me. But it, it's just a weird thing to think about with like one of your friends where you're like, oh yeah, I think I have a theory that this friend of mine is actually jealous of me and couldn't be happy for me. So I have to go out of my way not to tell her things.
1: Does
0: she ever think that? I, she, a, a couple different points. She says something to, or she thinks something to the effect of like, je- uh, how jealous or, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that. Just the,
1: the way Jessica reacts. Just the way she. She reacts so to things and the, super
0: happy. and like the things that creep into her voice. Like I think there was at one point where it says something like the sharpness creeps into her voice at something Bella says, where it's like she's very clearly not totally happy for her.
1: Well, that's not that bad mm-hmm. on Bella's part because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to tell when your friends are genuinely happy for you and when they're like, oh.
0: Yeah, if you know anything yeah, about them.
1: This book ruined the name Bella for me. A little bit. In fact
0: fun. Uh, But Jessica is all over Bella, just like Edward told her her that she was going to be. Bella doesn't actually ever tell Jessica that they're dating like Edward suggested which I think is really funny. Well
1: another thing is like Edward was like oh she's wondering she's probably gonna ask and Jessica doesn't ask so there's like no reason to. Yeah. Also she went on one date with him and all of a sudden they're dating. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many dates I go on with guys before we're steadily dating? But like telling someone I think a big thing too is Bella's like oh my god we're dating and like he told me to tell people that we're dating. But also (laughs) like In Edward's time, like, I hate the way that dating is looked at now because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, dating is just like you define the relationship, you're together, that's it, boyfriend and girlfriend. Whereas, like, what dating actually is is going on dates mm-hmm. and getting to know one another, mm-hmm. that's dating. And I don't like that, like,
0: yeah, I think just dating and being a couple has kind of become synonymous, yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't,
1: I don't like that because it's like, I don't know, now people use the term like, oh, we're a thing. No, when you're a, a thing you're dating you're getting to know one another you don't have to be steadily dating mm-hmm. but it's 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 dating like you can date without being you're not a couple defining a relationship being a couple like if you're going on dates you are dating like i don't i don't like and I feel like that's the way Bella is taking this of like, oh, we're dating. He told me to tell people we're dating like we're a couple. And he's just like, yeah, just tell people we're dating like we're going on some dates, whatever, like. Maybe.
0: I don't know. Because I, I also feel like it would be more akin to courting
1: for him. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. I It's unclear.
1: Um. Well, I don't know because he's lived through so many centuries. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see a
0: little bit more too of him. It seems a lot like he wants Bella's dad to know for more than just, he gives like a reason for it, but I think it's more than just that. A real, a problem. really weird reason. But I think it, it's also more than that, that he gen- he does genuinely want, like, that more traditional, like, permission. And I I can't remember, but I think that was, like, a, a sort of thing at one point where he, that, I don't know, comes into play. I can't
1: remember that. Right. But He's I really think. Charlie hates in the second
0: book. Yeah, maybe. But um, I think right Edward. the end the first. But I think that Edward wants for Charlie to know because it would be more like traditional courting. But I'm not... I I, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, I feel like also it's just kind of a hit of like, oh, like, are you telling, like, your parents that we're going on a date? Mm -hmm. No. Why would I do that? Why would I ever tell my parents that I'm dating you? Oh. Okay. Cool. Like, that makes me feel super good. But, um, we get to lunch and Bella dares Edward... to eat she's like oh yeah can you eat like what if someone dared you
0: but oh before we get to her going to lunch with edward she does make like big pains to talk about how she distracts jessica from being on the topic anymore
1: oh yeah she tells her like oh yeah i talked to mike this morning he mentioned his date with you he asked whatever i told him you had a good time and then the rest of the time was spent like
0: Talking about that.
1: Talking about, oh, what did he say exactly? Well, how did he love this? So I'm like, honestly, like, I'm not gonna lie, Jessica's annoying. Mm. <laughs> like, well, I just... At the same time, I understand wanting to know, like, the mm-hmm. details. I
0: well. just think it's one of those shortcomings of the writing itself where none of the characters of depth s- depth seem depth. like people. Yeah, they're all very static. They don't do... Anything or serve any purpose to the point that Bella sort of falls under that as well. And Edward, because well, I think more so than Edward, even Bella falls under that because there is a definite point at which she becomes an object of his desire, and just in general, she's a very passive character. Other than her stubbornness of I want to be a vampire, and that's the only driving force she ever has. Just Jessica's distracted. She's one of those
1: characters where she's just kind of like things are happening to her, and she's not yes. actually doing anything. It's mm-hmm. really annoying. Yes, they do that they get to lunch and Bella asks Edward, like, "Oh, what would you do if someone dared you to eat something?" Mm-hmm. So he takes a bite of pizza and just goes, "If someone dared you to eat dirt, couldn't you?" Like,
0: mm-hmm. he's so like sassy in this, and I do actually like that part of him where he's just like, "Yeah, you can eat dirt, but you don't want to, Bella." And she's like, "Okay." I also the way that she asks him to me is very weird, where Bella she's but like,
1: then "Just can you eat?"
0: Mm-hmm. She's like, "What if, what if someone were to dare you to eat a bite of pizza?" Like hypothetically, I don't Rather know. Rather than
1: just oh, can you eat? Mm-hmm. Weird. Like alright. Direct questions. Can like, you drink blood? Um, we get to so so far. Edward has chuckled darkly, and now Meyer says that he chuckled blackly. I hate her writing so much. It's so sloppy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's so. I I think I understand what she's trying to say. Where she's like, he's chuckling, but there's no humor in his voice. But just the way she writes it is so.
1: Just Weird. Saying, oh, he laughed without any humor. Mm-hmm. No, but as it didn't reach his eyes. Well, yeah, she
0: could say literally anything about his body language, the way he looks, anything like that, to convey to us what that actually means. But instead, it's just like he chuckled blackly. Oh, okay, cool. Is he breathing smoke? Right.
1: <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I just. So they end up talking about how Edward's dangerous, and he makes a comment. Uh, I'm trying to remember the conversation that led up to this because I didn't do a great job of taking notes on their conversation. He ends up saying to her, like, if leaving is the right thing to do, I'll do it to keep you safe. And that's foreshadowing for what happens mm-hmm. in New Moon. Moon. Mm-hmm. In New Moon. Um, I don't know exactly what she says to provoke him to say that, but he said that, like, you know, if I had to leave, if I ever have to leave, I have to leave. And mm-hmm. if it's, like, Oh, because oh, he's talking a- about how much they like each other. Yeah, because
0: he's upset because she told Jessica that she doesn't know if he likes her as much as she likes him and he's like, "Why would you say that?" She's like, <laughs> "You just don't <laughs> seem into me."
1: Because you're like a sociopath that talks about eating me.
0: He's also so. very moody all the time. Very moody. He's just like angry with her, very Constant. constantly.
1: Rather than like we know that he's actually more angry with himself than mm-hmm. anything, and kind of angry with her for not having like Fear. any common sense. But like he's very mood swingy, so he ends up saying that, and we do see that happen in Blue Moon. So Blue, Blue, Moon? Moon, Blue <laughs> Moon. So I hope you've all read. The whole series, because if not, we're gonna ruin all of it for you. So then it goes into they're gonna go for their little trip, Mm -hmm. and instead, Edward's like, "Well, it's gonna be too sunny. I can't go to Seattle. If you want, you, I would prefer you wait for me to go to Seattle because of your car, and also because I'm like majorly obsessed with you and can't stand the idea of you being away from me because I'm possessive and crazy, and you should run." That was almost his exact words, actually. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Adding a couple things in. You're in there. And, um, I mean, that's what I got out of it. When Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, I'd prefer you don't go without me. And instead of being like, because I don't think your car will make it, like, we can go another weekend. But no, because, like, I don't trust you to, like, live
0: Mm -hmm. without me. She does remind him that she used to live in a city that's bigger than Seattle. And she's like, I was fine there. And he's like, well, I just think your number's up here. What do you mean, Edward? Your
1: number was up
0: first time I met him. Yeah, we're going back to that where he's just, I just think that your time is past now because I, I, I'm sure, like, in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm protecting you. But it sounds very much like he's like, because you should have died when that car hit you. <laughs> like, he's just very, like, menacing. And, um, Port
1: Angeles. Yeah. So, he's like, oh, yeah, but if you want, we can, like, hang out or whatever. And she's like, oh, and you can show me what you mean about, like, you not being able to go out in the sun. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> and he's like but you should tell your dad about it like tell him that you're gonna be with me and she's like why would i ever do that and his response i kid you not oh my this God. is in quotations right here to give me some small incentive to bring you back and bella's exact responses to that is i'll take my chances you stupid girl what do you mean mm-hmm. your- what <laughs>
0: like, right
1: like if someone was like you need tell someone you're gonna be with me to give me an incentive to bring you back alive mm-hmm. would you just be like nah, That's be cool. good"? and it's very like, weird i think i'm gonna go because there's very
0: obviously a double meaning to those words of like he's like oh i'm like being weird and possessive of you <laughs> but at the same time he also means like i could kill you at any moment and she's like okay
1: Give me a reason not to, mm-hmm. girl, bet. Give me a reason not to just bite right into that jugular. And Blah. he
0: keeps making big, like, pains to emphasize the idea to her that he's like, if you don't want to go, if you have second thoughts about if this, because we're going to be alone together, like, you should, we should cancel if you're not comfortable with that, because I'm not 100% sure I, I can control myself. And I'm like, Edward, bad luck.
1: And he just shouldn't be like offering it i don't think edward would offer it if he didn't really think he could control himself i think it's like this might be one of his like little attempts to get her to be like oh crap mm-hmm. i'm in danger and i need to stay away from him i think this is like one of those things where he's like well i've given up on being good so i'm gonna try every chance i get to make her have some sense because like mm-hmm. i've decided i can't do it so someone has to
0: that's possible but
1: unfortunately, Bella.
0: Has no As sense. Well, is an idiot.
1: So, mm. so we're just two
0: peas in a pod so here. Took it like that too, which I'm like, Edward, if, if you should have just stayed away from
1: her. Right. Like, you even said.
0: Well, like, he's very like there. This whole thing where he's like, I have to protect you, and like I think in his mind too, that's part of how he's justifying not getting himself away from her, where he's like, I have to protect her, but. What he's doing is so selfish because at any point he very realistically could go away and like leave the situation entirely because he knows that the only two options for him if he stays are that he kills her or she becomes a vampire. And he's just like
1: that in book two to where he finally makes mm-hmm. the decision and I'm like by then it's too late Yeah, and that's selfish too because mm-hmm. you roped her in yeah. so deep and made her fall in love with you and now you're just like I'm leaving and it's not a discussion.
0: Yeah I'm gonna dip like, you're not so... More, I know
1: what's best for you.
0: And it's always like that with him where he's like I'm just gonna make this decision on my own. I'm not gonna take into account anything else and I'm not gonna take into account how Bella might feel about this. Even though I know realistically that the first moment I knew what would happen and Alice told me and my whole family told me that we could leave that we should have just gone but because in my brain i was like oh i can't bear to leave her i can't bear to do that i can't bear to spend a moment
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and he's just like obsessed with her from the start and it's just completely selfish
1: well, I think at the beginning, too, they talk about how, like, Rosalie didn't want to move and, like, everyone's pretty okay with it, but, like, it meant they had to start over. One of the reasons he decided to stay, because he's like, I don't want to make everyone start over mm-hmm. and have to restart high school. But again, and,
0: like, the, this is Midnight Sun, by the way, like, the original draft of Midnight Sun we're talking about. I think all of that, too, like, in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm not going to go because Rosalie doesn't want to start over. I'm not going to go because of this, this, and this. He's making when, excuses like, you know,
1: they're all going to have to start over soon anyway. Then... They start talking about, like, Bella asks, oh, why did you go...
0: To Goat Rock.
1: To Goat Rock. Mm-hmm. My dad said it's not good.
0: Because there are bears.
1: Because there are bears. And Edward's just like, yeah. And she's like, but you go there to hunt, right? But it's, like, not a good place for hunting or anything because of the bears. And he's like, mm-hmm. yep. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you hunt
0: bears? And he's like, yep. And her her biggest issue with this is that it's not hunting season. <laughs>
1: not like this dude can take out a bear and she's like well do you like bring guns and stuff and he's like no No. she's like so you hunt bears without weapons and he smiles and Meyer makes sure to mention Him flashing his teeth that are normal teeth, Mm so like pointless, but whatever. And
0: he's just like, oh, we have weapons. But he's like, oh, but the law is very specific about how hunting season with guns isn't allowed. So we're good, actually. Like, he's very like smug about it where he's like, we follow the law to the letter. And I'm like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? You evade taxes every time you move. Yep. But he's like, oh, but we made sure that it's fine. And it's was like, did you now? Did you? Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's just, he makes sure to, he's like, but don't worry. Like, we make sure we're going to places with, like, overpopulation problems. And I'm like, wow, that's comforting. Mm-hmm. That you take down whole grizzly bears mm-hmm. in overpopulated areas. I also don't by. think that
0: grizzly bears are overpopulated. Much like wolves, because they're a predator, they get overhunted. <laughs> Yeah, in Mountain Lions. But also, it's a big show about how he's like, oh, yeah, I went hunting with Emmett, my brother, and we're really strong. And he really likes grizzly bears, so that's why we do that.
1: And, like, if you want to picture Emmett hunting, picture two bears fighting each other. And she's just, like, horrified.
0: Well, she's horrified, but she also looks back at Emmett, and she's, like, the muscle wrapping around his body. She's, like, very, like, ogling him all of a sudden. She's, like, "Oh, Emmett. Well, I picture him
1: getting his shirt ripped off by a grizzly. little <laughs> oh, baby. But then she
0: turns back to Edward, and she's, like, I can't picture it. <laughs> I'm, like, girl, me either. That's hilarious. So, yep, and then she's, like,
1: okay, so Emmett's favorite is bears so bella like to avoid talking takes like another bite of her food which she eats really slow by the Mm -hmm. way and then she drinks more soda does all this girl drink soda i'm like she
0: must be so dehydrated maybe that's why she smells so good because her blood sugar level is through the roof
1: (laughs) (laughs) then she says oh well then what's your favorite and he says mountain lion and i'm just like of course, of course mm-hmm. it's mountain lion. And then she's like, oh, so Emmet looks like... Like, is this her version of Dirty Talk, by the way? Mm-hmm. So Emmett looks like a bear when he's fighting. What do you look like?
0: And he's like, I guess... He, like, flirts back, kind of. He's like, I guess it's just, like, preference has to do with fighting style. Like, he's like, I'm a mountain lion, Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm
1: just like, oh, this is so uncomfortable for me. So then... Bella's like, oh, I can't picture it, and he's like, well, two bags, we're pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and,
0: he's like, we're, we're pretty good.
1: <laughs> and um, so on the whole hunting matter, Bella's like, is that something I'll get to see? First off, just before I tell you Edward's reaction, which I'm sure we all can guess. Why? What a stupid question to ask. Just like... <laughs> Is that something I'll ever get to see? Like, you viciously tearing open animals with Mm -hmm. bare teeth. Like, Like, this isn't your
0: father's fishing trip where you're just going to go and he's going to have a net and he's going to be like, oh, look, honey, it's a bass. He's hunting. a hunting trip Mm -hmm. where
1: it's like, yeah, stand behind me while I shoot this deer. It's like, I'm ripping it open with Mm -hmm. my bare teeth. Like, the real
0: wild animal in this situation is me. And you want to see that, Bella? (laughs)
1: Edward predictably goes, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And then she's like but why? He's like, "Well, you see, you stupid little human, um when we hunt, we hunt like animals. Animals hunt with their senses. So like <laughs> I'd kill you."
0: Mm-hmm. He's like, "Just so you know, I definitely rip your throat open first, babe." Uh so that leads us into chapter 11, complications, where they go to bio. Uh and it's <laughs> it's movie day. It's so
1: uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mr banner rolls in this old tv on stand which everyone had you know it's just one of those
0: iconic school settings where it's like no matter how far we advance in technology i'm convinced there's always going to be that one big clunky tv on a rolling cart
1: we're gonna have like holograms and they're gonna be like hang on let me bring out this big like let me roll
0: in the vhs
1: player good times though good times So Jay took notes for this chapter and it's she wrote It's a real take your girly to the movies kind of
0: moment. Yeah. Elaborate on why you wrote that. Yeah, sure. So throughout bio, they're watching a movie and there's just like, Bella keeps making mention of like a spark between them and how she just wants to reach out and touch him. And I wrote take your girlies to the movie because it's a song from, I believe, around the 1920s or 30s. That's about having sex in movie theaters. Because for those of you who don't know, movie theaters, some movie theaters, would show pornographic film because you couldn't you couldn't view it from the comfort of your home back then. And this song was about...
1: We didn't
0: have Pornhub yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this song was about how if, you know, you and your lady friend are just not having any good time because she's always with her parents at their house or for whatever reason, there's a little brother, I think, in the song. It's a song about how you can go to the movies and fondle each other at the movie theater in privacy because it's a dark room. And it's like a big old not- song. Mm-hmm. i think the main chorus is take your girly to the movies if you can't make love at home and so i wrote that down because it's just what it reminded me of i think uh edward in particular because i know that he's from like around the 1920s brings out a lot of like the
1: kind of a sexy thing for
0: him yeah where well i think that like that's just what it reminds me of or like things like that because of just the way he acts because he's so strange <laughs> she does look over at one point and he's mimicking her like he's full-on messing with her at it's one point funny.
1: it's actually so i normally hate their relationship but they have like good little blurbs mm-hmm. of like
0: oh If this is what it was like all the time, it would be great. But she looks over at one point because she's thinking about how I think she's thinking about how much she wants to reach out and touch his face. She looks over and he's like mimicking her exact posture and he's looking over at her like he's just like having a good time messing with her. And she keeps making mention. We mentioned this a little bit where we're sort of like <laughs> a little bit confused about this spark between them that she keeps mentioning because so there's this
1: chapter because they mention it twice in mm-hmm. this chapter mm-hmm. but this one I took it more as like so they're sitting really close together, mm-hmm. and have you ever been on, like, a date? Because I've been on a date like this, mine was at the drive-in, <laughs> where you're just, like, sitting there, you're really close to each other, and there's, like, a tension between you where you just want to reach out and touch the other person, but you know you shouldn't yet because you're not there yet. It's, like, sexual tension build-up. Yes. And I, I think so that's... That's I took it as this time, Right, and then I think I'm, I'm
0: clear. I think... Well, I think that that's pretty much what she means, but there are just some instances where she says it, where it's like sounds almost, really yeah, it sounds almost like a physically electric spark between them. And so I guess part of, because they, he refrains from touching her, I think because he's cold and he can feel her heartbeat.
1: Just Edward shuffling in his socks on the rug before he sits down <laughs> next to her. That's it. I don't know
0: why that came <laughs> into my mind. i like. So she mentions it almost like it's an actual physical attribute that happens when they get close to each other, and I almost wonder if it's one of those things that's like somehow an ability and a not ability, similar to like the way that he can compel people to do things, which I think maybe has to do with his age and that he knows how to charm people. I mean, that's but what
1: he's doing to her kind of like a little bit reflecting his desires. Mm-hmm. He definitely shows it. Oh, later. of course.
0: Uh, and so I almost wonder if it's something that kind of lies in between, where it's like it's not technically a vampire ability, but it's like. Um, Uh, almost like a symptom of being as old as he is and uh, like experienced with like manipulating people as he is but I don't know
1: well, yeah, because then he walks there, like, the movie comes on, and they're both, like, really relieved when it's over. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds exhausting, the type of stress that their bodies are going through sitting so close together. And that's what confused me. I feel like it's very common to, like, sit next to someone and be, like, with that tension, especially if you're new to each other. Mm-hmm. It's, like, but
0: it doesn't really physically exciting. exhaust you.
1: No, it's, like... It's like, almost like boiled over anticipation. You're mm-hmm. sitting and you're just like, when's he gonna make the move? <laughs> it's gotta happen. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't happen, you're just
0: like... I, I think that that could make sense, but it also is one of those things where it's like, why would you feel that in the context of school? Where you're like, oh, we're in public, we're at school, and I'm just scientific waiting. Food. And I'm waiting for him to make a
1: move. <laughs> well, I don't think it's like make a move, but it's, it's like one of those things... It's mm-hmm. like, have you ever gone to, like, a date to the movies or whatever? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, if there weren't people here, this is what I would be doing. Yeah. But, like, you can't, and mm-hmm. it's that kind of tension.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Like,
1: just, like, physically sitting close. It's just she wants to reach out and touch him. She knows she shouldn't. They're in school. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate. But, mm-hmm. like, the desire's there. And specifically to touch his face, which I'm like, that's, like weird kind of weird because i've never been sitting next to someone and being like oh my god i just really want to touch your face like oh yeah like hold your hand maybe kiss you whatever touch your face i just Mm want to put my hands right on it like right there slap them cheeks
0: but not those ones (laughs) oh my god
1: But then, so Edward walks her to class. They walk there in silence, and then he looks super conflicted when he, when they stop outside of gym, and he reaches up and, like, finally just, like, brushes her face. So it's interesting that, like, the whole time she's like, oh, I really want to touch this dude's face. And then it becomes very clear that that's what he wanted to, mm-hmm. and that's where I see where you're like, oh, maybe it's, like, one of those things where you can kind of influence people and stuff a little bit, because it's interesting yeah. that... She wanted to do so badly exactly what he did. So it's clear that that's what he wanted to do.
0: I think it's just one of those things that's like a little bit of a gray area for me personally anyways, because it's not something I don't, I don't think it's worth really going into on Meyer's part anyways. Like I'm not saying like, oh, Meyer should have explained this because I don't think it needs to be answered. It's just a curiosity I have. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it doesn't need to be answered. It's just, it's an interesting take on it. Um, so then Bella's in gym with Mike. And she's on a team with him for badminton. Bad Poor boy. Why would he do that to so?
0: yourself? <laughs> but she's confused as to why he would still want to be friends with her, which is very interesting.
1: Because he's a nice guy right she's just like
0: I don't understand why he would like want to be friends and I guess like I don't know It's I, I definitely understand the concern of like oh maybe this guy is only being friendly to me because he wants to date me kind of thing and then, but like, it's oh, very clear <laughs> right but it's like it's very clear I think from Mike's actions that even though he is clearly like oh yeah I, I could see myself dating Bella that that's like not his only goal because he still genuinely cares no, about it's her it's one
1: of those things where it's like oh I like her she's cool I'd like to date her and then she's like no. No. And he's like okay well she's still cool. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that she doesn't want to date me and isn't interested doesn't mean she's not a cool person. personally i don't think she's a cool person i don't know what mike is seeing but like from mike's
0: take i feel like that's what's going on yeah i feel like he doesn't really have like dastardly intentions or anything like that i think he is genuinely interested in being friends with her still and i don't know she's like confused by this for some reason i feel
1: like everyone's had a friend like that where it's like
0: oh we could date could date
1: but we're not going to, and that's
0: fine. hmm And, like, that's just the situation. But when
1: she's... I say that. I don't know who my
0: friend would be. <laughs> so she... Yeah, she's flabbergasted by this for some reason. And then he immediately... He's like, oh, so Colin. And she's like, oh, Jessica must have told him. He saw you at lunch sitting with Edward. Why are you immediately mad at Jessica? Yeah, I'm
1: like, so what if she did tell him? What's the
0: big right. deal? Right. It's like, you're, you're a public relationship. Not a relationship, but, like, you're publicly, like, seen together. Why is it a big deal to you that other people are like oh, hey, this one group of people that nobody talks to, you're, like, friendly with them now. And she's like, oh, my God, that's none of your business.
1: Yeah, and she's really cranky with Mike about it, too, because he's like, oh, so you and Colin Hunt? And she's like, that's really none of your business, Mike. Like, Mm -hmm. really jumps down his throat right away, and he's like... Okay. okay whatever like i don't like it whatever mm-hmm. and she's just like kind of goes off on on him a little bit but like not a ton it's like a tiff and then she's like very plain to be like oh mike and i had a fight we had a fight he's gonna be so mad at me and i'm like i mean he should be kind of upset with you because you were a total jerk but i wouldn't but I, call I it a
0: fight, fight. Mm
1: it was a tiff
0: it was like a one sentence exchange each and i feel like that does not constitute a fight no uh, but she's supremely mad at him. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, Bella. Yeah. Edward is waiting for her when she gets out of gym. Yeah, she's all,
1: like, paranoid because she's like, do I need him at his car? Do I do this? Do I do that? Should I just walk home? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Should I just walk home? Should I just walk right past the parking lot and go home, like, on foot? And I'm like, what kind of... Thought like, process. Like, what is her problem? Mm-hmm. Why is she... Uh, like- yeah,
0: because she's like, oh, yeah, I know that he, like, gave me a ride to school. And he would logically also know that, like, I don't have a car here right now, but, like... Maybe I'll just save us all the trouble and like walk home instead. Like why?
1: yeah whereas, why is that your like, thought process know, it's not a big deal you go outside of gym if he's not there you go meet him at his car mm-hmm. his car's not there you get a little upset and catch ride home with one of your other friends right
0: but... i know she doesn't even think of that then she's she like oh you, then you
1: walk you know what i mean but like mm-hmm. why is she just like i don't know what's going on maybe i'll just walk home and avoid him I, I
0: i think that's interesting too she doesn't even consider like getting a ride from any of her friends despite the fact that we know angela and jessica both have cars at the very least if she doesn't want to ride with mike
1: <laughs> and tyler
0: and tyler yeah and his sentra
1: another thing is for how obsessed she is with him she tries to avoid him a lot and i think that's weird weird Mm -hmm. really weird
0: it's something but he is waiting for her as as it happens she she exits the gym and he's there and he's amused he's amused and irritated at the same time somehow
1: Because of Mike, he's like, oh, yeah, Newton's starting to really get on my
0: nerves. So Bella does actually have a pretty good point at this point where she's like, hey, like, why are you always eavesdropping on my conversations? Because to be fair, he did say that he would be listening in on hers with Jessica, which is like she thought he was joking. So it's still a little bit weird. But 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 now in this one entirely, she comes out of the gym and he's like, oh, I I already know what happened. And she's like, why? Why? Mm -hmm. And she's like,
1: for you, be curious in your own time. Right.
0: And so she's like, okay, like, don't... I don't like it that you do that. And she's you know rightfully Super justified. yeah she's rightfully kind of upset about that and he just immediately brushes it off he's like i i i just wanted to know okay
1: who See, can <laughs> but she's so quick to reside cuz mm-hmm. she's like he's like are you still mad and he, she's like yeah and he's like can i make it up to you and she's like well you can make it up to me by letting me drive on saturday so i don't have to explain to charlie me being picked up by a guy or whatever and by not doing it again and he's just like or You could drive on Saturday, and... I'll just really mean
0: that I'm sorry. And he won't, he won't say that he won't do it again, no matter what. I'm just like, Edward, come on. Yeah, and she's
1: just like, okay, I figured that was the best I was gonna get. And I'm like, teaching young girls to settle.
0: Not cool. And that
1: it's okay if someone is invading their privacy. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Not a good look, Meyer. Not a Mm. good
0: look at all. But on the ride home, he does, he reveals the instinct secret that we accidentally talked about during lunch. Uh, but he, he reveals that same secret and she's like, oh, okay, cool.
1: So they get there. He pulls them to the driveway. They talk for a little bit back and forth and Edward is like, oh yeah, same thing tomorrow. Like, I'll pick you up kind of thing. And, uh, it's my turn to ask. A bunch of questions. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he is like, okay, so you better go now. Like, kind of get out of my car. Mm -hmm. Leans over her, reaches to open the door, and just stop. Their faces get kind of close together. They're staring at each other, lost in each other's eyes. Same electricity flowing through them. And all of a sudden, he reaches over, flings her door open, and is like, you better go. Like, Mm -hmm. get out of my car. (laughs) (laughs) He is done for the night. So she just goes inside without looking
0: back at him. But talks to her dad a little bit. Not not much. And then she goes to bed again. And she has another dream about him. But this time, I think I wrote it down how she describes it. But it's like vivid and electrifying. Thrilling or
1: something and electric. Yeah, but thrilling. Like she doesn't explain it.
0: No, but she's like, it's not a bad dream this time.
1: And I'm like, okay, girl. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, he also tells her to sleep well again, because he's like, "Mm -hmm." there's like a point where he's like, something about how she's asleep.
1: Like she's about to leave and he Mm -hmm. goes, Bella, and she looks back and he just goes, sleep well, Mm
0: -hmm. and pulls away. He says something. It's like he's saying it as an inside joke to himself, which is like, it's an inside joke because he's going to watch you sleep, Bella.
1: And he doesn't want you to
0: wake up Mm -hmm. because he has to hide. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Gross. Uh, But, yeah, so she has this dream, and she's like, oh, haha, I have the dream for half the night. And then I wake up and go to bed and have, like, an actual, like, well-rested, dreamless sleep. And she makes a big deal out of this. But she gets up the next day, and as soon as Charlie leaves for the morning, Edward's in the driveway.
1: Yeah, um, you wrote down... Apparently Edward waits down the road for
0: Charlie to leave. Well, that's what I, that's the only thing I can picture is like, he's just literally like, I don't know, idling his car down the street so Charlie can't see him. And he's like, I'm going to focus on his thoughts. And then as soon as they're far enough away that I can hear them, I'm going to whip into that driveway.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he has this whole thing where he's like, you should tell your dad that like i'm gonna take you somewhere that we're going somewhere together but at the same time
1: accidentally i'm putting quotes around it cross paths with him right
0: like he makes great pains to like not drive like not show her dad that she's being driven to school and so i'm like edward what is your actual (laughs) what is your deal i don't know it's very weird to me
1: edward keeps up 20 questions and then does it again the next day yeah they have bio together the same thing happens edward sits a little bit further away from mm-hmm. her this time but and she and happens.
0: mike still don't talk
1: yep he walks her to gym silently and then silently just brushes her face again which i'm like i don't like like i have oily skin don't touch my face <laughs> you know what i mean like you're gonna cause a breakout mm-hmm. cold fingers So then he drives her home again.
0: They don't go into really any of the questions he asks her because he asks her about like Renee and she just keeps saying how exhausting it is that he's asking her about herself and she has to admit to him that she likes topaz because those are the color, that's the color of his eyes or something like that. And. She says something about how she looks towards the Cullens again, and they all aren't talking to each other. Um, Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just keeps asking her questions, and it's a pretty uneventful day.
1: You wrote, um, because he's asking twenty questions. Bella really has an opportunity to have a personality and even be poetic about why she misses Arizona, mm-hmm. but Meyer just summarizes. She doesn't give yes. the girl a
0: chance. And I do have like an actual example of this because there's something in. I'm going to read a passage, and there's just something in it that really almost hits it on the mark for me. It really almost does it. This is her talking about Arizona. The high keening sound of the cicadas in July, the feathery barrenness of the trees, the very size of the sky, extending white blue from horizon to horizon, barely interrupted by the low mountains covered with purple volcanic rock. The hardest thing to explain is why it was so beautiful to me to justify a beauty that didn't depend on the sparse, spiny vegetation that often looked half-dead, a beauty that had more to do with the exposed shape of the land, with the shallow bowls of valleys between the craggy hills, and the way that they held on to the sun. I found myself using my hands as I tried to describe it to him. And there's something about that... she
1: doesn't describe it to him. No, there's something
0: about that passage that really almost hits the mark for me, where I would really it would all come together for me at this point if up until this point every time they talk about her every time edward mentions her he's like you're not like other girls you don't think like other girls you don't act like other girls and this really almost gets me there where i'm like okay maybe she is really thinking about things in this like deep understanding way that's like wise beyond her years and maybe i could justify it if there was more even similar to this but Every time that everything isn't exclusively about how much Bella worships the ground that Edward walks on, Meyer just goes right over it. She's like, this is the only passage we really get about Phoenix or Arizona in general. And it's so... About
1: why she so Mm -hmm. much misses it. And
0: it really almost gets there about how... And there can be a lot to be said in this about the way that she talks about beauty that has to do with almost negatives in a way, like, if you're talking about negative artwork, where she's, like, it doesn't depend on the the vegetation that looks half-dead, whereas, like, here, the vegetation is what makes the landscape unique. What makes everything beautiful there is, like... Everything in between where it has to do with the sky and the hills and the valleys. Okay, I can really see the way that Bella's trying to think about things and the way that she's very thoughtful. But instead of really getting into it, we skip over that and instead get another lament about how she doesn't like moss. And it's just so disappointing because it really, like, I think Meyer has so many moments where she, like, truly almost gets there, where Bella has a real chance to have a personality and a real chance to, to be, be... a believable
1: person. Yeah, to have
0: an inner mind and, a, like, an inner space that really resonates as something that's truly, like, deeper than the average person.
1: Well, because that's something, too. It's like, okay, so we grew up in a really small town, mm-hmm. and honestly, I'm... I'm all set with, like, the really, really small town vibe for a while. But, like, looking back on my childhood and stuff, there were really great things about it that you wouldn't see or know unless you had lived there. Exactly. And, like, we don't get that from her. Like, Mm -mm. that's a huge piece of her. That's where she grew up. And Meyer just makes no effort to, like... Really delve into it. Mm -hmm. It's just... Because oh, that
0: could not. be very intimate for both of them, I think, too. Even if Meyer really wanted to tailor it back to, oh, how much she loves Edward, because that's what everything is about. Even he if she really... got on one date. Right. If she really wanted it to tailor back to that, it could really open up more possibilities for getting to know both of them in a scene like that, where they're talking about, you know, how they grew up and the things that they remember. And he doesn't have to go into detail if she doesn't want him to reveal that he's from, you know, the nineteen early 1900s. But there's just so much there I feel like that's left to be desired where it's it really I I can definitely understand the appeal of some of these things because they really almost get there but at least for me they never quite reach that point where I truly believe that Bella is a person with her own like really deep inner thoughts and feelings that don't revolve that don't revolve around Edward
1: yeah no she's not she's not an authentic person because, like, real people in relationships, yeah, there's the relationship. That's not the only thing that's going on in her life, though. Mm-hmm. And Meyer, Meyer makes very little effort in all other aspects of her life. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't care, doesn't show an interest.
0: Well, it's, like, almost like everything else seems like a summary in comparison. And I think we see that a little bit here because oh, gosh, Edward, yeah. Edward's asking Bella about herself... And so we don't get to learn anything. Meanwhile, when she's asking about Edward, we get to learn everything. And then wow. when she gets home and she's not with Edward, we get a summary of her events like occurring with Charlie. We get a summary of her phone conversations with Jessica. We get a summary of her emails with her mom. We don't no, really get thought. we don't really get any sort of like insight into who she actually is as a person without right. Edward.
1: Because like we know all this stuff about Edward now. You know what we don't? We don't know anything about Bella. Mm -hmm. We know that her parents split up. That she moved to Forks because her mom wanted to run off with her boyfriend or whatever. And that she hates Forks. Yeah. this is the sun and the weather. Mm. And that's it. That's all we've gotten from her. There's no depth. Right.
0: And I think passages like this where she's sort of talking about Phoenix and where we sort of scratch the surface of her being like a witty, sarcastic person exemplify that there was at least a little bit of effort put into like, oh, here are the things that Bella, like makes up Bella. But they're so scratching the surface they're just touched upon and not really actually developed enough for for me personally i guess but they're like
1: when they're talking about her parents like not being together Mm. it's just oh they're not together Mm -hmm. not like oh, it was really difficult growing up that way without my dad. Or, like, oh, I preferred it. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I uh, she clearly preferred to be with her mom. She doesn't say why, though, why she preferred to not be with her dad. Mm-hmm. Especially because she seems... about her relationship with either of her parents. It's all yeah, like very especially serious.
0: because she seems very dismissive of her mom whenever she talks about her or to her.
1: But then she's like, oh, yeah, my mom's my best friend. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, show us some of that, because, mm-hmm.
0: like... Show us that relationship. I don't believe you. Like, we don't even know when Phil came into her life, which for most kids with divorced parents, that's kind of a pivotal moment of like, oh, there's this new adult figure. Are they going to be a parental figure? Are they just an adult? Like where is how that? How old
1: is the child? Is mm-hmm. the child's teenager? That person should probably not really be interfering at mm. all. Whereas, and a like, lot
0: of like those little details really make up how a kid feels about a new adult in the li- in their life as well. And we just don't really know anything don't about that.
1: Any information? No. About Bella
0: Owl. Mm. And it's, it's just it's really everything. unfortunate because I do see. Like, the inklings there of why Bella... I I think why Bella appealed to me when I was younger. But also, like, why Bella appeals as a character to people. And I think it's because people can where people can sort of see Bella as this person there's enough of her there that you don't all feel always like she's an object but there's certainly enough missing that anybody can imprint any sort of personality onto her that they want and i yeah. think that's why she appeals to younger audiences and young girls
1: because you can kind of make because, the whole like backstory of her almost yeah you're given literally almost nothing to work
0: with. Right, and you can make up anything in your mind about her, essentially, that you want. And everybody likes to think of themselves as not like other girls, and everybody likes to think of themselves as having, like, a deep emotional inner self. And she keeps saying that she has that, but she doesn't show it at all and i think that's part of why she's appealing as a character but not at the same time not as a character where it's like she's a non-character but she's appealing because you can give her any attributes you want almost yeah and they fit
1: it almost makes me think of those like choose your story books Mm -hmm. where it's like oh if you went for it and kissed the guy turn to page 10 if you didn't Skip to the end of the book because you're going to be lonely. Like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. She's not a developed character. Yeah. No. I would even say she's not, like, a super well thought out character. hmm
0: So. I'm like, now that we've gone on that.
1: <laughs> so, um, she had the opportunity to be interesting. hmm But she kind of flashes forward through all of the conversation she has with Edward about herself. Because, like, another thing I noticed, too, is he asks, like, oh, what's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Why do you miss Forks? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? And she gives examples of all the questions Edward's asking. We get the answers to, like, two. We don't actually get any of that information about her. And then all of a sudden, she looks up, and it's suddenly, like, getting dark outside. She didn't realize. Like, they sat there for hours. Just and she talking. And they And they'd been leaning towards each other, which is, like, nah. Just, like, choke me, spit in my head. Spit in my head? <laughs> so then Edward gets super quiet, and she's like, oh... A little Eddie, my boo. What's Maybe up? he's done. And What's she
0: up? asks him that if he's done asking questions. He's like, No, I'm gonna go again tomorrow. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then he's like silent. She's like, What's up? And he's like, A complication. You should get out. Like <laughs> of my car now. And she's like, Okay. Hops out, of car pulls up. She doesn't know who it is, but it's like, whatever. Edward zooms off, and then Jacob gets out of the driver's seat of the car, Billy Black, mm-hmm. in the passenger seat with him. And um that's why Edward was like, oh, I need, I
0: need to, to leave. And she, well, this might be into the next chapter, actually.
1: Yep, that's where it ends. Okay. Now we're going into chapter 12, which is balancing. There are not a lot of notes for this <laughs> chapter, so no. please bear with us. <laughs> Nothing interesting really happened. So Billy Black, who is Jacob's dad, gets out of the car, blah, blah, whatever. He acts super weird because of Bella and Edward pretty silent towards her, pretty, mm-hmm. like, Charlie gets home, they go inside to watch the game, I think, they just say the game, I think it's football, though. I think so. They just say the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um is Um, big in New England, so I feel like whenever someone says, oh, the game's on, I'm like, oh, they're football. watching football, mm-hmm. but it could be any, any game, there could be, like, Basketball. a fishing game station that yeah. they're watching, for all I know, mm-hmm. I don't know, the game's on. Um... <laughs> And I made a note, and it's just... (laughs) This is mean. So I made a note, and it says, Meyer's writing is boring and superficial when Edward isn't involved. She's clearly only interested in the romance and not in other characters. I would agree with that. I do too, but I feel really bad.
0: Well, I, I think that goes into what we were talking about a little bit with Bella in the last chapter, where it's like, whenever it doesn't specifically involve Edward, there's almost no context to anything that's being said.
1: No, the whole thing is like, Jacob is there and is like, oh, so who was it in the car with you? And she's like, Edward Cullen. And he's just like, oh, that's why my dad was so mad. Mm-hmm. My dad and Charlie got into a fight about it. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad doesn't like the Cullens, da-da-da, whatever.
0: And this does tie this does tie up a little bit neatly back to when Charlie originally had such, like, a passionate response to Bella asking about the Cullens. Because I think this must have just been, like, almost right after Billy said something that caused them to get into this fight. Because now Jacob's very excited because he's like, Oh, this is like their reunion. This is the first time they've really spoken to each other since they got into a fight. And Bella's a...
1: been here for like three months. Yeah.
0: So. Uh and Jacob's like, since they got into a fight about uh the Collins and how Charlie thinks that Billy should not believe in like all the things about the Collins. Yeah.
1: And Charlie, I don't think Charlie even knows the myths. He just knows that like
0: Billy doesn't people like people on the reservation
1: don't mm-hmm. like the comments.
0: Well, yeah, because I don't think Charlie can know the miss, because the only reason...
1: They can't tell him.
0: Yeah, the only reason that Bella knows is because Jacob broke the treaty.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. Jacob doesn't really know any better at this point. Yes. Um. So, yeah, it's just very dull, and the whole, like, her whole little inner monologue, which is, like, half of a paragraph, mm-hmm. is just like, oh, I'm gonna sit with them and watch the game because I'm afraid... Billy's going to say something about me hanging out with Edward. So once again, everything is just focused on Edward. It's mm-hmm. really annoying. And yeah, the only time her and Jacob really talk is
0: she's about making, Edward. Yeah, she's making grilled cheeses. And she is worried that he... She's like, oh, maybe I was too convincing when I flirted with him because I think he's still into me. And I'm like, there it be. There's the setup is just condensed down to, like, her worrying about Edward and he's in the background. Oh, she makes another point about how this is another, like, peaceful, dreamless sleep because she's exhausted from sitting with them and watching the game and focusing on Billy for some reason.
1: (laughs) So, they go to school, blah, blah, blah. She literally gives almost no information about the school day as a whole. They get to lunch, Edward sits with her, and then he goes, oh, I should have let you take your car today because I'm leaving after lunch. It's just like, okay, cool.
0: Thanks for telling me. Yeah. Thanks for stranding me. And
1: he's like, she's like, oh, that's okay. I can walk. And he's like, no, it's fine.
0: We'll we'll get your car for you. Yeah. And she has, has a I'm thought. I'm
1: with Alice because I don't want to accidentally be munching on your arm tomorrow, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm going to go hunting. Real casual. Supportive.
0: Yeah, he does say that where he's like, oh, Alice is the most supportive. And she looks back and I think this is when this Rosalie- is when
1: <laughs> her. Mm.
0: So she like he says that Alice is the most supportive, and she looks back at them again. They're not speaking to each other.
1: Weird. Why don't they just talk to each other?
0: Right. Pretend. But then Rosalie looks over after I think Edward says something about Rosalie t- to the effect of like the rest of the family isn't a big fan of you or something like that. Yeah, he that's says like that they're vague, all but very,
1: like still deciding. Yes. They're all very.
0: Undecided. Yeah, yeah. But she she looks over and she's looking at all of them. She looks at Rosalie and Rosalie looks back at her and glares at her.
1: And Bella gets like scared. Like she Daniels gets like
0: almost into a trance too, where she can't look away.
1: Because like Rosalie's a predator mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just like, oh my god. She's
0: like, oh no. And then Edward hisses and it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: Edward hisses under his breath and Rosalie looks away and I'm like, Bella's just like, oh thank goodness. And I'm like. Now this used to happen in our school sometimes. People would just randomly hiss, and it's it's weird for it to happen around Mm. you. And I'm just picturing like sitting at my lunch table with my friends, and one of them just under their breath going, Mm -hmm. hiss. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Let me tell you, not comforting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like why why doesn't she think that? Why doesn't she think this is weird? <laughs> right?
0: But she asks where they're going to be hunting because she's like, oh, like, <laughs> trying to make idle conversation. He goes, oh, Alice and I are going to the park. Yeah,
1: nowhere too far, Just, like, the park. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're s- surrounded by woods. Right.
0: The only thing I can think of is, like, the state park that would make any sort of sense. But even then, this I think the only state park near them is La Push, where they can't go. I'm just
1: picturing them, like like a central park type setting and obviously i know it's not Mm -hmm. like a new york setting but like just a big park that's just just a park like not a ton of trees just like
0: Mm -hmm. scampering on
1: squirrels yeah
0: (laughs) scampering around uh, hunting the odd squirrel. There's like a kid in a stroller a few feet away. Like it's just, bunny. yeah. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Something about it strikes such They're an odd image.
1: On all fours with the squirrel in their mouths, mm-hmm. like a cat or a dog. <laughs> yeah. Kind of
0: thing. But Edward does make a point. He's like, "Oh, we'll bring your truck to you. We'll bring your truck to you." She is not concerned at all about the fact that he has to break into her home to get those keys. She even says,
1: "She's like, no, it's fine. I can walk." And he's like, "No, no, we'll do it. We'll do it." And she's like, "Okay." Fine. And then she even says, I was pretty sure I left the keys to my truck, which this is really weird Mm Do not take better care of your car keys, your Mm -hmm. one set of car keys, but whatever. Pretty sure I left them in the pocket of my dirty jeans I had worn a few days ago, because Mm -hmm. she hasn't driven herself to school in a few days, and that now they were underneath my pile of dirty laundry in Mm -hmm. my hamper.
0: And she's not concerned. Even if he were to
1: break into my house, he wouldn't find them. And I'm like...
0: Why is this the thought process we get a detailed look on? That's what I want to know.
1: Not, oh God, I don't want him to break into my home because he's invasive.
0: And, like, the fact that she I doesn't know, wonder...
1: Something, you still don't know him that well, Bella, like... <laughs> the fact
0: that she doesn't wonder why he's so confident he can break into her home. Because we know why he's so confident that he can get in.
1: Through that window.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't, really talk about much else at this point. Because he's like, oh, we're going to the park. And she's like, okay, should I say you should have fun? And he's like, sure, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. I would call it fun. Mm-hmm. But then he... Oh, Hang on, flashback, sorry. So when he's talking about why his whole family like basically hates her, he says that like it would be really bad if like we were to hang out so publicly and things were to end poorly for you. <laughs> like, and she's like, "Oh, okay." So then later in that day, she tells Jessica like, "Oh,
0: we're not like we're not he canceled." Going
1: on a date. And I'm just like, "So this predator That sucks things dry Mm -hmm. for sustenance.
0: Implied that it would be bad for him if things ended badly. Not just implying like if we, if you decided to out us, but if I were to kill you, it would be a bad look if I was seen with you a lot. A lot,
1: yeah. Hence, I'd be a key suspect. Mm -hmm. She's pretty much in a blur for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. She goes to her biology. I think they have like five minutes of the movie left or whatever. And then her and Mike walk silently to gym together and they don't talk. All of Jim. Mike is still her partner, but they don't talk. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves and finds her truck in,
0: in the, the parking, parking lot parking
1: in the ignition, which is super creepy.
0: And she doesn't call it into question really at all. She's just like, like, oh, okay, maybe I did hang it up. Okay, girl, How that's did still your house? yeah, like that still doesn't answer some of the bigger questions in the scenario that you're playing out in your mind. What
1: makes me wonder are her truck keys and her house keys attached? Attached or are they on the? Are they on different chains? I don't know. I feel like I remember her specifically saying I did not lock the deadbolt, and I'm like, is that the only lock, or is?
0: She has the the house itself is locked, but the deadbolt is unlocked because you can only lock a deadbolt from the inside. Well, most of them, anyways. But yeah, she says specifically that the house is still locked, and she like makes like a slight mention of that. But then she's like, but it's fine. Uh, I checked my pants pocket when I got home, and the keys weren't in there. And I'm like, yeah, because they were in yeah, your right truck. I, why would you be like, oh? Maybe he made like I the only thing in my mind he's that could possibly your
1: dirty underwear to get True. these.
0: I know. Oh, Alice Alice comes over. We forgot about that.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alice comes over. Weirdest Alice comes over to the lunch table. And just the weirdest exchange. She just walks up and she's just like Edward. 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 <laughs> yeah, Alice he's like Alice. And then she's like, Hi hey, Bella, nice to meet you. Are you ready? Like, it's mm-hmm. just a really uncomfortable and they do this without looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really
0: uncomfortable exchange. Yeah. It's they don't just very. Like and I think Bella too says, like, Alice seems like she wants to say something to Bella, but she doesn't end up saying it or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's a weird, that's a weird detail. And I know it's because, I think, anyways, that it's because Alice knows that she's going to be really good friends with Bella and she really wants to, like, start that already. She's very gung ho about it, but.
1: Well, yeah, she doesn't get to hang out with anyone ever, I'm mm-hmm. gung-ho, too, and Yeah, sweet. She's like, the only
0: people I'm trapped with all day are my lover and my siblings, quote unquote.
1: That we actually don't get along. But then, whatever, Bella goes home, she goes nighty-night, because she has no personality. Not she's anything. like- Oh, she does tell Charlie that she's not going to Seattle mm-hmm. the following day. And he's like, oh, should I cancel my fishing trip? I don't want to leave you home. I think I leave you home too much. And she's like, no, I have a bunch of errands to run, so I'll be in and out all day. He doesn't even stop to be like, what errands could a 17-year-old girl have to run? You have no responsibilities. She's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. The next morning, she wakes up. Um, the only time we get a detailed description of what she's wearing, she pulls on a tan sweater. With a white undershirt. The white undershirt. And, and
0: the inescapable jeans.
1: That's what she calls him. And it's due to the weather. Like, I mm-hmm. understand that. But it's just like, <laughs> I hate the writing.
0: The way that she thinks about things sometimes is kind of exhausting.
1: It, it's too much. So then she goes downstairs. She's all excited like a puppy. Oh, my tail's wagging. Oh, Edward's coming. So then Edward comes to the door, knocks. And they match. He does not have his car with him. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even question how he got there. Mm-mm. And they match.
0: And she's like, oh, wow. Is not very excited that they match because he looks better than her. But they get into her truck. He makes fun of her driving.
1: Because she drives slower mm-hmm. than
0: him. And she's like, where are we going? Where are we going? And he's like, oh, we're going on this road until the trail ends.
1: Yeah, he says, um, drive until the pavement ends. Then there will be a trail and we'll walk. And mm-hmm. I'm just like... Okay, serial killer. Right. Although this is your first real, like, time really actually being alone with them. That's, like, not just in a car where, like, you're being expected home.
0: And he's choosing the outing knowing that you didn't tell anybody where you were going. And he's like, oh, this nondescript... I can't promise Mm -hmm. you'll
1: come back.
0: And he's like, oh, we're gonna go to this nondescript trail at the end of the pavement. Tracks to me, I guess.
1: (laughs) This is a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. I've only ever—I would never go hiking on a date until I knew someone. It's just such a bad idea.
0: She doesn't even have really any. She she makes a point at one point. She's like, "Thank God I brought my tennis shoes." I'm like, that's not the same as hiking boots
1: or a taser. Mm-hmm. Bzz, bzz. <laughs> but like yeah. she, she's just
0: so ill prepared i think because she like says she's glad she has tennis shoes she doesn't have anything else she doesn't have water like, they're going on yeah they're going on a five mile hike and she doesn't have water he didn't bring any for her despite the fact that he knows that she didn't know where they were going exactly and she's just like it's cool i'm i'm fine they
1: don't really talk about her needing like Anything World, ever, she's not a real person. She's also
0: dreading like a, the five mile walk, and so you think it would be like a kind of a point of concern of her being like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be exhausted and dehydrated because all I drink is soda,
1: and I don't have any with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a coke in my back,
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> in my
1: back, oh, I in the back seat, like. Mm.
0: But he makes fun of her driving while they're getting there. And they finally get, (laughs) he's like, oh, he's like, oh, do you want to get there before nightfall? She's like, shut up. (laughs) I'm driving the speed limit.
1: And then she tells him, no one knows where we are. No one knows
0: I'm with you. And he's like, what? (laughs) He's like, I explicitly told you that somebody should know. And she's like, yeah, not even Jessica. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, just in general, even if I wasn't a vampire, if I really cared about you, I would care about you not being an idiot and mm-hmm. telling people where you're going and who you're going with. That should have been a question. Where are we going so mm-hmm. I can tell someone in case we get lost?
0: Right. But she's like, it's fine. And he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, honestly, Edward, I know that you're being creepy, but you do have a point. <laughs> he's
1: got so many points. He's, he's the problem, but he's also like gives the solutions Mm -hmm. to the
0: problems he creates yeah he's like here's the simple answer and she's She's like like, actually no i'm not good
1: for you clearly you should stay away from me and she's
0: like no she's like "Mm, this warning sign can't stop me because i can't read like (laughs) she's just so dumb about certain
1: things about everything not certain things everything they get to the trail here um is bella always horny edward really doesn't want to <laughs> hang because <laughs> bella's just like i can't wait to hang out with him i'm so hot and heavy just mm-hmm. waiting and edward's like you can cancel if you want do you want to cancel you should think of canceling you should think also of oh
0: also we forgot to mention every time she exits the gym and sees him she does like a weird little shudder thing like she exhales a it's
1: yeah. called a release yeah oh, I felt the same release as I did yesterday. I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see like, him. And I'm like, is this girl, girl full on orgasming in the middle of, like, from oh, seeing Edward, thank God, you're here. i been waiting for you since the beginning of from the From seeing gym. him.
0: <laughs> from seeing him. It's just, it's bad. It's
1: so bad. So this five-mile hike takes, like, no time, too. And I'm like, honestly, it takes, like, We'll we get- I feel like it takes an average of, about thirty minutes to hike a mile mm-hmm. because you're hiking a mountain, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is like a steep incline. She doesn't really say it could just be flat land, which makes a huge difference. five mm-hmm. like, miles is kind well, of also don't, when you're not prepared for. We don't
0: actually know how long it takes them to hike because he says the trail is five miles, but then they don't take the trail. Yeah. So I don't. I have no clue. It's like. It, a couple hours at least passes because she observes like the time moving and like how the clouds clear up. Because he's like, "Oh, we're gonna go to a place where I'm gonna show you why you can't go out in the sunlight." And when they leave, it's not sunny. But then by the time they get there, it's sunny. There's t- there's a passage of time. The time. They don't like, they yeah, talk. That's they don't which is really weird. <laughs> they don't really talk. He takes off his sweater and she takes off hers. And his his undershirt is open. And she's like, "Oh my god, his muscles." and
1: is it open all the way because i thought it was it's just like, like unbuttoned to the mid, like the top was unbuttoned
0: i don't know some of it's unbuttoned because she has this whole thing where she's like oh the ivory neck leads perfectly down into his chest like what did you think he was gonna have a reverse farmer's tan <laughs> like what did you think was gonna happen but he yeah so his shirt is unbuttoned she takes off her sweater they're hot and they don't
1: talk well, no edward's not mm. edward does not feel temperature that's right. true
0: but you know they they don't really talk and for some reason even though he's super impatient with her driving she makes a point to say that he's really patient with her as she stumbles through the woods and you think that that would be his chance of like oh let me just like straight up drag you carry you
1: right
0: like that would be his aim of being like the i think so But it's just one of those things where I'm like, why are you making her take this whole arduous journey where you can see that she's not really enjoying herself?
1: Because it's me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's like, my amusement.
1: So they end up at this clearing. Bella's like, oh my god, it's beautiful. There are bunnies and flowers and the sun. And she just runs like, well, walks because she she has (laughs) no excitement about her at all. So she just walks to the middle of this clearing and she's like, oh my god, it's beautiful. There's grass, there's stuff like <laughs> it's, beautiful. it's a meadow it's a meadow mm-hmm. and then she turns back to talk to edward and realizes he's not behind her panics a little bit realizes he's still just like lurking in the shadows mm-hmm. on the edge of the clearing and
0: he steps out into the light and that's where the chapter ends
1: and we could have read more and told you what happens but we didn't <laughs> <laughs> Because at that
0: point, we were supposed to be done. We did our (laughs) three-chapter quota. We got it. But yeah, I think, I don't know, I think the... If there wasn't as much repetition of like the actions she's taking, I it would have been such
1: a quick
0: chapter. Well, it's wow. one of those things where like of all the things that he asks her that she summarizes, that it could have all been handled in one chapter as opposed to like prolonging it over the course of a couple of days. And I understand as far as like the timeline, maybe it makes more sense for it to happen over a couple of days. But yeah, they've established
1: you can't skip all of school. Yeah. That's the thing. Stephanie Meyer doesn't like, she's not like, oh, Bella has to go to school, so mm-hmm. like, I'm going to talk a bit about her friends. And yeah, I'm gonna, like, she has going to like use on. the
0: environment to my advantage and talk about her time. It's almost like she's like, like, no, she's gonna gonna like
1: oh. As fast as we can through school because mm-hmm. the big thing is the date with Edward. It's
0: almost like she's like, okay, we're going to make the setting of most of this story be in high school because she's a high schooler, but instead of using that environment to my advantage and writing it into the story properly, I'm going to treat it as an obstacle and just get around it and at- Every way possible. And I'm like, you know what you could have done, Stephanie Meyer, that would have solved the problem of school being in the way and made it less creepy, made her an adult and him a young adult. You know what I mean? If like- They're more in their 20s. (laughs) Well, it's like if they're more like in their early 20s, it can be a college story where she has more free time and the classes that she has you can actually make interesting. And she's not a minor dating somebody who is a century older than her.
1: And she's not looking to get married at the age of 19 by Mm -hmm. the time she's out of college and they're engaged.
0: She's going to be, like, 22 like 20, to
1: 25. 23, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's very... I. It feels like there was a lot of opportunity that was squandered because the wrong setting was chosen for no reason because it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, she's in school and that's an obstacle, so we have to write around it. But I'm the writer and I can decide whether or not she's in a high school or not, but I'm going to keep it in there and still just make it an obstacle that I'm writing around.
1: I think this would have been better if they were young adults, mm-hmm. been written from like-
0: in general, different Well, I mean, I
1: guess it was technically Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fanfiction, so I guess technically that version has been... Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody thought of it, you know? But, I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like... If you're going to have a setting, you better use it to its utmost capabilities. And I feel like that's why a lot of like...
1: And if you can't write that setting, mm-hmm.
0: don't. Well, that's why a lot of, I think a lot of like high school stories take place in boarding schools because it eliminates the issue of parents. And that's why so many of them do that, where like they, they, there's not as much control being exerted over them. And when there is, it's from authority figures that they're not expected to love. So it's easier to hate them. And they're like, I don't know, there's just a lot of engineering that goes into like the settings that people choose for their books. And writing around it is very weird. And at the very least, like, I don't know, you don't have to talk about each and every class. And this is what I learned in trigonometry today. But like, use some of the environment to your advantage. They live they're on
1: whispering, passing notes back and forth. Like, Mm -hmm. I've read some good YA novels where it's like high school students, and they're like, oh, We passed notes back and forth, so this is, like, what happened in this class. Mm and This is what happened about lunch, and even saying, oh, the Mm -hmm. rest of, like, the day kind of passed in a blur. But, yeah,
0: so it's just, like, there, there are ways to integrate whatever sort of setting that you're choosing. Whether she meant for it to come across that way or not, that's just how it reads, is that these things are obstacles rather than things that she's utilizing in a novel. There, You could do so much with it. And yeah, so so I, I feel like we're we're getting down to a point where a lot of the ways that this book could have gone and the opportunities that were in it we're hitting a lot of those now, and so I'm interested to see. I, I was also wrong. We don't actually meet the whole family in these three chapters because I said that in the last part. But I barely met Alice. Yeah, we've sort of met Alice, but not fully. But yeah, so I think we're getting to that point. Obviously, in the next chapter, we're going to see why Edward can't be in the sunlight. And I have some questions when we get to it. <laughs> and yeah.
1: It's been real. <laughs> yeah, it's we been real. We may not be back next
0: week. <laughs> we absolutely will. If you enjoyed this episode, if you're interested in hearing more from us, please feel free to follow us, where, if you can, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at RedFlagsATP. So, bye!